Spinner. Welcome to Notebook, a guide to art, culture and tourism in Tokyo. My name is Stuart Monroe, and around this time each Monday, Wednesday and Friday, I'll bring news and views from Japan. On today's episode, we explore a bar in deepest Shinjuku and a venue in Shibuya. But first, the economy. A government panel of experts called for further tax hikes on Tuesday, urging the public to shoulder a heavier burden as the country builds up its national defences. In a proposal submitted to the Japanese Prime Minister, the panel demanded the debt-laden government cut further expenditure, helping to finance the expected increase in defence amid growing concerns over North Korea and China. Japan's fiscal health is considered one of the worst in the world, with public debt more than twice the size of its GDP or gross domestic product. Away from such domestic strife, Japan's space agency JAXA said Tuesday it's given up landing in the country's ultra-small probe on the moon after communication with the lander failed following its launch last week. JAXA said the lander nicknamed Omotanashi couldn't receive transmissions from Earth to correct its position, as solar cells were always facing away from the sun. It was hoped the box-shaped lander measuring 11cm long, 24cm wide and 37cm tall would have become the country's first probe to land on the lunar surface. Motonashi touted as the world's smallest lunar lander, was launched Wednesday from NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida, aboard the American SLS Space Launch System. After the launch, the lander separated from the rocket and started its journey toward the moon, but its solar cells failed as its body rotated away from the sun faster than expected, and waiting for cells to recover would have meant losing the chance to enter a lunar orbit and land on the moon. Velvet Overheim DMX is a bar in Shinjuku's Nichomei, originally opened by the musician Mokoto Aihara, who sadly passed away in April 2020, and is now run by fellow musician Kenji Notoya. Sitting in a semi-basement of a nondescript office building, DMX is dominated by shelves stretching the length of the bar, filled with 6,000 or more rock, soul and jazz records. The bar's simple menu serves dishes like dry curry, made over the course of five days according to Aihara's own recipe, and it's simple dishes like this that express the same fastidious care and attention to detail that music bars in Tokyo are most known for. As particular as DMX is, it also points to other venues just as committed to connecting people with music. One of its regular customers is the artist and musician Shinro Otake, who last month, celebrating his own musical background, took part in an event at Super Domune, a live streaming studio and online channel across town in Shibuya's Parco department store. Domune is a term coined by its founder Naohiro Ukawa to emphasise the connection between the small audience in the studio and the vast viewership online. Having opened in 2011, the live music station has so far aired more than 5,000 programmes across 10,000 hours, with over 20,000 guests, so perhaps it's not that surprising the one venue to have thrived during the recent pandemic, bringing people together when bars like DMX were closed, had already been doing so for the past 10 years. And at a time when the Japanese government's asking the public to pay more tax to fund its defence, while JAXA's lunar lander drifts aimlessly in space, places like Domune and more importantly DMX encourage connection, without straying into the unknown in search of something different. 
The film critic Penelope Gilliard once said that the void of space expressed in Stanley Kubrick's 2001 stemmed from a desire to aimlessly search for meaning in the most aimless of places, and the enormity of making contact with the unknown. What makes people set off in spaceships, she asked, to see what nothing feels like, driven by the thought that it's time for something else? Well, back here on Earth, Velvet Overheim DMX and Shinjuku Nichomei is open daily from 8pm until the early hours, with Superdomain on the ninth floor of Parco in Shibuya, also found online through its YouTube channel, both aiming to turn a communal void of space into something intimate and purposeful. That's all for now. I'll be back for this week's third instalment on Friday, November the 25th. If you enjoyed this episode, you might consider rating us on Apple Podcasts, or even think about spreading the word online. Until then, thanks for listening. This continues to be Notebook. <laughs>